And welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. I have a very special guest today, an old friend, an old colleague, uh, and, a, and a great mind, maybe the greatest mind of our generation, the writer and thinker, <laughs> Joanna Stern. And special guest. And special guest, Joanna Stern. I'm a special guest. Jo- <laughs> It sounds like you sound upset about that. I'm, like, I'm, I'm a special the, guest. I've been a special guest all my life. Yeah. <laughs> on this in this world. Wow. Wow. This is not. A, I don't know. This is not a therapy session. <laughs> oh, it feels <laughs> like it. It may actually. It may actually. Does. We may actually go in the in the, into the area of therapy at some point. I think you and I. I would. I think we need to go I there. We, I think we do. Is there a couch? I want to talk about. There's no couch here. There are two comfortable chairs and a beautiful new table. From Restoration Hardware in the studio. Who's not a sponsor. Restoration Hardware is not a sponsor, but this is, you can't deny this is a beautiful table. They will be after today. <laughs> this is it. The, all they want is to advertise. They're like, are there any nerdy podcasts we can advertise? Uh, Paul's coming in. There's a sound issue. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it cause that is, I'm hearing this? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. You're just, you've just sat back more. Don't turn away. I'm just, I'm just Don't dare talking. turn away from that mic. Sleeping at the doctor. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, the eye doctor. The dentist or something. It's like, please yeah. sit still and put your head yeah, You don't have to sit forward. still. Just be natural. Paul wants you to be Lean natural. In. He wants to put the mic where you're going to be most natural. That's what he does. Okay, anyhow, so... So you really are going for this natural vibe in here. You've got this right. <laughs> thing, this... Uh, yeah, yeah. This is a, t- a tapestry. A Mediterranean tapestry. I don't think it's Mediterranean. Feels like it. It's, it's tapestry though, right, Paul? A mud cloth. You've got okay. that. You've got this natural wooden it, yeah. restoration hardware Again, table. Not a sponsor, but it's very yeah. nice wood. Yeah. Well, this is you know this is the I don't own this studio. Just to be clear, this is Paul's studio. Feels like you do own it. <laughs> it does. It's beautiful here. I okay. Know. I whatever your vibe is right now, I really like it. It's it's slow. It's meditative. It's slow. It's, it's methodic, these mics. Methodic. Like the mic. So let's talk. I was. I want to get into this because you are very concerned about the mic because you can hear like yeah, that. You can hear like that the... noise. I just want to say, when I made that noise with my mouth, which is like my, my lips smacking or whatever, Joanna, Ugh. she cringed, like physically had a reaction, like a cringe. Like an, It's like... It, somebody hit it's her. Like it looked an, like somebody hit Joanna when I did that. You can hear this... Oh, oh gosh. Oh, she really doesn't like that noise. It's this, and it happens on many podcasts. I get to say, can I just say something? This is going to go a little bit, it's going to get a little bit sexual. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. But but like that sound, when I hear it, it sounds a lot like the kissing sound. Yes, exactly. But like a bad kisser. So when you're kissing, bringing me back. So when you're kissing your (laughs) wife, do you also cringe? (laughs) Do you also recoil in horror? Is that what happens? No, we you don't. Like I don't that. We don't need to go down that you don't road. Like that but sound, though. We don't have those kinds of. It's you very don't kiss like that. No, it's reminding me of like terrible kissing. A bad kiss. Really bad kissing. So that so that sound to you is a bad kiss. Yes. So you're saying that a good kiss you wouldn't hear those sounds. I think you're wrong about that. I think maybe you would hear them, but not 
as you'd, pronounced. But you'd be kissing. So yeah. it probably wouldn't matter as much. <laughs> right. Okay, so anyhow, we got that out of the way. No, there, there's no avoiding it now. You understand that, right? Like, you're going to hear some of that because I'm, not, I'm trying not to breathe into the mic. Well, don't it's like, driving them nuts. Don't like do a, don't be, yeah, don't move away from the mm-hmm. mic. You're not Tay Zonda, right. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Bre- Paul Doesn't just said, feel Paul natural. just said breathing is acceptable. acceptable. It's natural, which... This setup, I feel like, is an experiment. Magnus also said, Magnus, who's our producer from from Sweden, said that kissing is also natural. Hmm. It's it's continuing with the natural vibe. I feel like they're probably good kissers from Sweden, and they don't have this... No, I don't know. I wouldn't know. Thing. No, you think they don't make that noise when they kiss? Okay. All right. right, This has gone into an interesting direction. Let's let's move out of this valley, up the mountainside to the peak. Um, So, Joanna, we we have not podcasted. In a very long time. Many Can you years. remember the last time we, we were in a podcast situation together? Uh, maybe it, maybe it's it, ca- Vergecast 215. No, maybe it's CES. Yeah, the last, actually it was. The last CES that I was at with That's the Verge. That's probably true. I think you joined us for I do for my a annual CES Vergecast. Yeah, you, you checked in. You had, a, you had a new baby stroller that you were into. I was at ABC, no. I think. Oh yeah, right. Oh, that's right. And because... you guys made a lot of made fun of Diane Sawyer. No, we love Diane. <laughs> we love Diane. We love the whole Sawyer family, as a matter of fact. And we probably talked about uh, gadgets. Gadgets. We might have at, at the Consumer Electronics Show. Uh, a group of people who have covered consumer electronics might have had a conversation about consumer electronics. I can't so, even remember one noteworthy thing from that show. There were nor none. can I remember one from this past the year. Vibrating so, fork. Yes. The Happy Fork. Was it that? It was that year? That was the, no, that was the year of the Happy Fork 2. Actually, I think we talked about it. Oh, then you... I had already joined the journal. Mm-hmm. Then it might have been my first year at the journal. Yeah, maybe. Because I did. I had be... just reviewed the Happy Fork. This is gripping. This is gripping stuff. Yeah, this is terrible stuff. Who's listening. <laughs> the Happy Fork is, okay, Magnus has mm-hmm. asked because he's from Sweden. He doesn't know what the Happy Fork is. The happy no, no, no. Like, nobody knows what the happy fork is. Well, I mean, you, you know, go on the street were, here in New York, were, no were, one knows what the happy were, fork is. You were you were effusive. Don't make fun of the You loved the, the happy fork. I loved the happy fork. I didn't really, but it was my first column at the at the journal and it is a fork that vibrates when you eat too fast. Yeah. Like if you're shoveling it in, mm-hmm. this, is, this is every for, like three made for seconds Americans. or something. This is for people who cannot control yeah. themselves. They it, have to it, have a, It was for, it's for fat action. Americans. No, it's for fat. Yeah. It's for people who are so out of control right. with their eating that the, the fork itself must give you feedback that you're eating too quickly. Yes. And it was terrible. <sighs> right, can it, I was make... a, it was not a good fork. It was yeah. a very... <laughs> Magnus just made a very funny joke, despite the fact that he's Swedish. He said it sounds like a, a sad fork. It's a lot of Swede hate. No, I love the Swedes, and I love Magnus. Um, really quickly, I, I don't know take... what the Swedes... What have the Swedes given us? Can I just take... We're going to... Hold on. I want to get to that Spotify? in a uh, First off, they are Ikea. That's the first mm. one that you should think of. Swedish meatballs. I was Finland. The Swedish chef. No, Ikea's from Sweden. Oh, They're, yeah. The in fact, meatballs. The meatballs, Ikea meatballs. colors... And their logo That's are true. the Swedish flag, unless I'm mistaken, Magnus. No, I'm not mistaken. Uh, and the Swedes have also given us, you know, one of the great socialist uh, governments in the world. One of the greatest socialist experiments that has worked to success in the world. And he said the zipper. The zipper from Sweden? He believes so. He believes so. <laughs> I think let's just get a little more He's data gonna go on that. Update before. Wikipedia right after this. Anyhow, so we haven't <laughs> talked in a long time, and this is so far going about how I expected. Yes, We're completely I... disjointed and insane. Uh, so you're at the Journal now, the Wall Street Journal. You've been yes. there for a couple of years. 
Working on Wall Street. You're working on Wall Street. You love one of your things that I remember at The Verge, we talked about a lot. You're like, I like it here, but I don't feel like I'm journaling Wall Street enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and I said, well, maybe there's a place that would be, you know, but you'd be better suited to. But first, on Wall Street. First, you went to ABC for some reason, which nobody really understood. I guess because of Diane Sawyer. Yes. (laughs) Is she on ABC? (laughs) She is on ABC. She's on ABC. Okay. And anyhow, you're at the journal now and you write about technology, you review technology. I, Uh, I do that all. You, you do. And you are still, you told me uh, today when you were coming in that you're still um, receiving tremendous amounts of hatred by suggesting that the MacBook, that a MacBook is the best Windows computer you can buy. I am currently wanna, receiving that. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Tell me a little bit about why, where that's coming from. You said this shouldn't turn into a therapy session. No, let's have it be a little bit of a therapy session. Okay. Well, people ask me all the time, what is the best laptop? And I always used to say, for $200 more or $300 more, you should just get the MacBook Air. They're like, I'm thinking about getting this Toshiba. Yep. And then you'd say, well, you know, a couple hundred bucks more. Yeah, this is actually a thing with This was the thing at The Verge. At The Verge, you would do a review of a laptop. You'd say, well, it's good. But for a couple hundred dollars more, you get a MacBook. And it's really the best laptop you can buy. And I I did a review a couple weeks ago of Windows 10 and actually my take on Windows 10 versus Mac and kind of came to this realization that these operating systems are very similar at this point. I don't know if you've used Windows 10, but it... I actually, a little bit of an aside here, I have not used Windows 10. I uh, am currently not writing professionally at the moment. I'm taking a a little bit of a break here. And, uh, I read about I, that. I, I have no, yeah, maybe, and I have no reason to to use or review Windows 10. And so I actually I got a Surface out the other day, and I was like, I should install Windows 10 on this just to right. check it out. I haven't gotten around to it yet because I've been cleaning out my office, but um, at home <laughs> because I've been doing everything else doing I could everything. possibly do. I literally been like putting new doorknobs on things <laughs> and like installing like outlets and just random stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, like real busy work. But uh, so I haven't used it. I did see some of the stuff that you did, where, where you're sort of like basically saying that OS 10 and Windows 10 are now kind of the same yeah. when it comes to features like in terms of managing your windows and doing these things it's really very similar the software features when you put two apps side by side or right. you know Microsoft ripped, ripped off Exposé or Mission Control all these things sort of oh, did, look... they rip, did they rip off um, Mission Control Yeah it looks great That's yeah, my looks... favorite part of my yeah, experience. exactly. It's, you know, it's easy to get between things, you know, so the point of that piece was like, it really comes down to now the apps that you can have and also what phone you have in your pocket. So this week I did a piece on... This will have been out by the time you hear this podcast. It will have been out, you'll but have, it will actually You'll have been be... able to read this. Yes. Don't worry about the timeline, but you wrote a piece. Right. Tell us about your piece. Okay, I'll tell you about... <laughs> <laughs> Joanna, tell us about your piece. I'll tell you about my... Big piece over here. <laughs> what, is wrong? what is wrong with you? Come what is on. wrong with you? Keep you went together. there. I didn't go anywhere. I just said you wrote a piece. That's what you call when you write something. Is yeah. it a video or did you write? I did. I did. A, I did a writing piece and a video piece. Two pieces. Two pieces. Okay. To the so, puzzle that so, makes the complete puzzle. That's right. That's right. That makes the beautiful image, which you're about to tell us. Yes. About. So you know, Windows 10 is great, and then I went in search of great Windows laptops or hardware or whatever. Mm. I, I really still think a laptop is the best way to, to use your computer. To, Everyone should to just use be, the internet. 
Yeah, no, people should be having uh, laptops. You said a laptop's on the, the best way to use your computer. The I laptops think. are the best computer. You should be using laptops in the street to I talk agree. on the phone. I, I think agree. everyone should just have laptops. Well, I don't think we need place have phones. A, in place of a phone. Yes. <laughs> That's an extreme statement. Okay, a lot of you're really you're really unhinged. You're right gonna now. see. Eventually laptops <laughs> just, are gonna be the future. Just yeah, this. exactly. Yeah. It okay. works. So I tested sixteen different oh Windows laptops god in heaven this is this is the stack of them do you have a photo or i something? do i can yeah. I, you turn it around so i can see it it starts down there oh it's a gif it's a gif or a gif oh look at that yeah the old laptop stock stack the old laptop the old stack. laptop la, la, it's very hard to say laptop stack and of all of those 16 different really windows laptops squ- what's going on they're getting squashed oh, because by the, the plastic weight. is so cheap that they're all getting squished down it's amazing let me explain what i'm looking at right now it's a it's a gif or a gif Starting with one laptop against a white background, a laptop sitting, and more and more laptops stack up on top of it. And as they stack up, you can actually see the plastic of the bottom laptop and other laptops compressing because of the weight. It's like a laptop presser. Uh, it's a, like a laptop sure press. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I'll just so turn anyway, around. I should say this is a 16, MacBook Air that you're using. <laughs> out of all these 16 different Windows laptops I tested, the Air was probably the second best at running Windows, if not the best. Yeah. Dell makes a really the, – the XPS 13 is a really nice laptop. I like the XPS 13. Yeah. Nice... And so, you know, I always get this crap that I'm this big, huge Apple fan and you know, I can't see beyond, but – the truth is, is that Apple's just making the best hardware, even for Windows and Microsoft software. I don't think it's a controversial statement. I don't either. I mean, they make better hardware than most people. I mean, they hardware do. is actually the place where I think Apple excels, frankly. I mean, if you look at hardware design, mm-hmm. I would say if you take software and hardware design side by side, Apple is not at the front, at the top of the, the my favorites in terms of software design and, and frankly, execution. Right. And in terms of features, too. too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like yeah. services as well. Right. But but I think on the hardware side, it's hard to... Right. I mean, in everything that I... And I've done a lot of this over the last couple of months, Google Photos, Apple Music, yeah. Android Auto. When you look at the competition between Apple and Google, Microsoft not even being part of that race in terms yeah. of the services, Google's always doing better. Not it's, only in terms of what they and offer and, and yeah, software, the design of the software, the services they offer with it, it's just yeah. superior. Right. And wow. so Controversial. Yeah. Super. Have you written about that? I've written about that. You've written about Google being superior in software and services? Yeah. I mean, I, I wrote about it in... Um, in the photos piece. Yeah, photos is great. Yeah. I mean, I love photos. I mean, I'm using an Android phone right now. Um, but so photos is perfectly integrated. But and but before that, I was using Google Plus only really for the photos feature, which is the same thing as Google right. Photos, except right. they broke it out. But it really is like this kind of seamless set it and forget it thing that you, you would like that for some reason it seems so easy for right. Google to do and so hard for Apple to pull off. And when you really like, I mean... Part of Google's strength is that they go cross-platform and they are going to make everything work on every device and and obviously in the web browser, that's Apple's biggest struggle, right? They've done it with music, but they don't do it with photos. They don't do it with iMessage. They don't do it with too many other things. Right. Mail. Mail, right. What are the other things? Calendar. Yeah. I mean, um, what are the other things? I don't know. Just like basic things that you need to do on your devices. Yeah. I'm always uh, running into that. Uh, reminders. I think I actually love Google Keep. I don't know if you've used it at all. I use I it. I haven't used it since it I came out. I use it as my main like n- list making, right. note taking, and reminder app. And it is, I mean, I think it's like this kind of weird sleeper 
I don't even know if it's a hit. I think nobody's talking about it. But for hmm. some reason, they haven't made an iOS app, which I don't understand because it's, it's very probably not being used that much. It's I very guess. straightforward. But they, I, but if I think if they made an iOS app, it would be used a lot right. because it's really, really good. Siri being another one, by the way, like Siri's, the personal oh, assistant. I, can I actually say I want to talk about this? I mean, I have been using. So I've been using sort of begrudgingly a Galaxy S6. I bought an international yeah. version, which I should say the international version of a phone versus like the one you buy on AT&T is the diff- there's a huge difference in like yeah. really how much crap is on there and how how much how many stupid tweaks exist. Like in the So I you mean, just bought it unlocked. Yeah, I bought it unlocked. Yeah, the AT&T version like always says AT&T yeah, yeah. in the it's so stupid. Anyway, it's got like a notification And they for, have their AT&T drive and maps and ugh, it's terrible. crap apps. It's all gar- I mean you can disable them, but at any rate, so but the S6 has problems. It's not a perfect phone by any means. I think Samsung has put way too much crap into the right. software. It still is like staggering and sluggish in ways that it shouldn't be. Like if you use like a stock Android device by comparison, yep. you can see clear differences. Like they really fucked up the software. Like I think it's pretty better. It's better, but right. it's still fucked up. Right. But what is not fucked up is Google now and Google now's like, and Google yeah. search voice search functionality, which I have to say is ridiculously good by comparison to Siri. I mean, you can say, sometimes I'm thinking there's no way it's going to understand what I'm saying at all. And it totally gets the, a full sense and gives me the information I'm looking for very quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no pausing. There's no thinking. I have to say, like, by comparison, I don't know if you've had this experience. Even You can you can use it on the Google app for iOS. Right. It's just like a much better, much more sensible, reasonable, functional version of what Oh, Siri Maps is, is another get. one? Oh, Maps is, yeah. Being, yeah. Don't I couldn't think of them before, but now I'm thinking of all of them. I mean, and actually in my column for next week, which I know we're not supposed to talk about timelines. You talk about timelines. I'm just saying that next week will be, will have passed by the time people hear So my, my column for next week is what about is CarPlay. The week of what? The week of what? I don't know. What, what day is today? <laughs> What's next week? When would it come out? It's going to come out August 18th. Okay. And it's uh, about CarPlay. Yeah. I reviewed Android Auto a few months ago and yeah. actually loved it. Yeah. Because you finally get Google Maps in your car. I think I tweeted maybe your review. And, uh, yeah, I mean. I, I basically, one of the reasons I actually started to think about switching back to Android because I was using an iPhone um, was the auto integration and how like there's no way I'm using Apple Maps. In the car, right. And, and my car maps suck. Like all car, yes. all car systems are the worst. Like The worst. And I'm telling you as a person who has, you know, we had to buy Laura a new car because we moved to like mm-hmm. the country where you have to drive everywhere. And I have a relatively new car. Like you really nice, moved to the country. It's the. It's the. I mean, where I live, it's not really the suburbs. Really? Yeah. Like you need a whole house generator, mm. and they said not to let Penny outside you because have a horse? we don't have a horse, but we are near several horse farms. You have but, a buggy. Yeah, we have a buggy. No horse that we're still <laughs> looking in the market, but. They were like, "Don't let Penny go outside by herself because she'll get taken by a coyote or like a hawk." So. Penny, Penny is, Magnus wants me to <laughs> tell you, he just broke in here. He felt that maybe you don't know that Penny, Penny is a, is a chihuahua who sleeps like a human, who sleeps like a human. Do you know does, my dog sleeps like a human? And I always think about your dog. That you have like a, a I want to talk about your dog in a second. Name oh, yeah. browser. Yeah. He's okay, cross, just, pla- cross platform. He runs in Android auto and, and CarPlay. And, and you've made this joke before. <laughs> you? No, I haven't. This is very good. Um, I want to talk about browser cause it's an amazing dog name. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> But anyhow, Penny's a chihuahua, and they said, don't let her go outside by herself because she'll get taken by another animal. So I feel like I'm that's fairly country That is very country. Yeah. 
Well, and, you know, I'm a little bit country. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's hard because you don't want to buy a car based on what phone you have. And many of these cars should actually end up running CarPlay and Android yeah. Auto. Yeah. Well, I have, I'm to, get a, I'll have to get a new car next year. So, I'm, Well, you should get this Corvette I'm testing. I'm not going to get a fucking Corvette. In a million years, I Josh Topolsky will never drive a Corvette. That's what I'm testing right maybe now. Like a, maybe like a really cool vintage, like 60s right Corvette. Right before I came but here. But I kind of hate sports cars, to be honest with I you. I know. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing in this car. I can't believe you, you drove here in a, in a Corvette. Right before I came here. <sighs> God. They came and they dropped the Corvette at my office and they gave me a, a walkthrough. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? Where yeah. they like the speedometer goes up to 250. What no, is does that? it really? Yeah. It's like <laughs> Come on. something yeah. like that. Corvette. That's such a perfect. I mean, I guess, you know, whatever. Fine. It's cool. If you like a Corvette, that's fine. I'm not going to judge you, but I'm judging. I mean, it's pretty awesome that that's what I'm driving for the next You drove week. it over here? No, I didn't, but I had them drop <laughs> it at my drive? building. <laughs> I don't know how to drive. You don't know how to drive? I know how to drive. Okay, Jesus. I grew up in New Jersey. You have to know how to hey. drive there. You <laughs> have right, to. Anyhow. So I'll be driving around in the Corvette testing CarPlay. Wait a second. We were talking about something. Why are we talking about CarPlay? We're talking about services and, oh, and right, Apple right. versus Google in this world and Microsoft on the fringes. Well, you were saying you reviewed CarPlay. Mm-hmm. You're reviewing CarPlay. I'm reviewing CarPlay for next week. I did the Android Auto review. Which you liked a lot. Which I loved. Yeah. I really thought, you know... Google Maps especially is a reason to get that. Totally agree. Problem is on CarPlay you can't get Google Maps. You can only get Apple Maps and car, uh, not, you know. So it's this whole lock-in. ecosystem lock-in. Ecosystem lock-in is the uh, biggest yeah. problem facing the world right now. I call it the ecosystem trap. It is a trap though. Mm-hmm. It is. It's also like how these companies have figured out. Like it, it, in a way, in in the same way on the internet, how we've all decided like the only way to make money is ads. That you know, most people except for the Wall right. Street Journal, they sell subscriptions. If you have a like so a hundred year old legacy article. business, that can work. Anyhow, but um, but we've also decided that these companies decided the only way to like guarantee our users will never leave and mm-hmm. they'll keep buying our stuff is to just lock them in at, on every possible front where they communicate or work. And it and it sucks, but it's kind of true. It's like Apple has given enough leeway to developers to let them like Google has made a lot of good apps for their for Apple phones. I'm happy to keep buying an Apple phone and to use Google Maps. Like right. that to me is my ideal situation. But like the way Apple has forced Google to implement Google Maps on their their phone means it can't really be integrated into all of the other right. things I do on the phone. And therefore it makes it a pain to the user. So like the only person there I mean yes they're hurting Google in some way, but I think more to the point they're hurting their users by not letting them have like be able to make decisions about what they do on their devices. And and part of that is like and part of that's different strategies for the different companies. Apple wants us to buy all their hardware, right? And right. one of the reasons I actually say that in, you know, when you're buying a PC now that you're actually the phone in your pocket can drive that decision more than anything is because if you're using Google services, it really doesn't really matter what operating system you're using. Right. You could use Chrome, you can use Windows, you can use Mac. Right. If you're using an iPhone, it does work better with Mac. So there's this whole sort of play happening across these companies. In my in my opinion, the iPhone's at the center of it, right? The the iPhone is going to fuel a lot for Apple, whether it goes for whatever happens next with this iPad, whatever happens next with their Mac line, right? And uh, yeah, they keep making semi crappy. You know, their their services in many respects are better than Microsoft's. Um, right. Uh, that to me is not up for debate. Yeah, but that Microsoft I mean, has Outlook, done some the, decent stuff. No, uh, it was the new Outlook. Yeah, it's that's a great good. app. It's a pretty good mail app. Yeah. I have to say on the iPhone. Yeah, it's a great I, app. I haven't, there's a version for Android, which I haven't used because I feel like right. it's going to be hard. to. Not that Gmail is great, 
but it's not. I mean, for, I can't wait. Well, for for what? Well, at the journal, we're finally going to Google Google Apps. Yeah, that's the way to do it. So I'm so excited for that. That to me is see, to me. And that, then I'm, I'm like, should I get an Android phone? But I can't get an Android phone. This is the whole like play. Like it happens smart. to me. Like. I want to get an Android phone, but I'm on iMessage and I can't so break is, away let, from iMessage. So let's talk about this. Like messaging is at the core of this and it's really messed up. I want to talk about this because I will say, I really, we can, I can really vent with you about this because I think you have a similar frustration. And messaging I think it's, a, a, so, so I'll set the stage in talking about this by saying that, as I said, I recently switched to an Android phone after using an iPhone for a pretty long time. And, uh, you know, I always go back and forth. Right. But what has become acute like an acute problem it really was the oh i would say the only problem that i had in migrating my life over to i know what you're gonna say an android phone the only issue and the thing that's still to this day after a couple of months of using it that is still plaguing me and i'm having issues with we just had a conversation about it when you came in the studio yep. is iMessage, and it's and the way is, a, is the root of all evil and the way it hijacks like your entire existence in like the text messaging sphere yes and basically like once you give it Whatever other thing it is that it needs, like the email address or your um, your Apple username or whatever it is, and people start and it start and other Apple devices start recognizing right. that as your primary way to contact you. It ruins your ability to ever leave the iPhone. I mean, it really makes it difficult, and you're almost guaranteed. I mean, I would say that the way to structure it, and I think this is like it's either negligent. And really like damaging from Apple or it's totally on purpose. That I think it's the, I think it's, neg- I think they just don't pay attention to you're it. You're almost guaranteed to like ha- lose messages, miss messages and have a really bad experience communicating with people after you leave the iMessage platform. And, and is I it think, still that group messaging is really terrible if you I mean, are on I, Android and people are in iMessage? I haven't had... I mean, I don't know because it's like, it's like the thing that's most insidious about this problem is yeah. that you don't know what you don't know. Like you don't know what right. you miss. You're probably missing you're not, 10 conversations. I mean, I very well could be, you know, yeah. I haven't had any, like what I consider to be tragic moments, right. but I also don't know because I'm, because I'm, I'm not sure that I'm fully, I'm not really still fully disconnected from. In fact, I opened my computer the other day and I still have iMessage set up. Oh yeah. And a million pop-ups. And I got, yeah, I got, a, I got some messages and it's like how, like, and here's what Apple doesn't do, what they don't do and which would be so simple is one of two things or maybe both of these things one is to say if you send an iMessage to this address that no longer is like has a receiver that the resender would get a message right, saying not this is no longer you know use this is their text messaging number this right. is their default phone number or right. whatever or this is the last number that we had or whatever or um it somehow forwards that right if it's like a format that can be forwarded to, to so SMS. like what's probably happening and this is like getting really into the nitty-gritty of it is like somehow your like joshua topolsky at icloud.com or yeah, whatever yeah. is what's getting these text messages and you're not getting them Correct. or these messages I, mean, I think that's that yes i don't know how much it's happening now because at this point i have i mean of course anytime somebody picks up their phone who has yeah. my iMessage like name or email address in there yeah Anytime somebody picks that up, that's going to be the first thing that it offers to use. And it doesn't really shut it down. Uh, now, the, but the issue is, the, the bigger issue is that this is, speaks to that ecosystem lock-in that we're right. talking about. But it also is, like, we have a messaging, like, there's like a messaging apocalypse going on There's a on messaging. Right now. It is a depression. It, it is. is a, and we have, a, we have a real, I mean, uh, David Pierce, yep. our former colleague and friend, mm-hmm. uh, who's at Wired, wrote about this recently. A great piece. Very good piece. True. And it talks about, I mean, essentially what's going on is you've got like, 
Hangouts and iMessage and WhatsApp and GroupMe and like there's a hundred other things yep. I could list. WeChat is now like one that's really it's huge in right, China. China. It's getting big elsewhere. Um, and all of them do basically right. the same thing. They're like an all-in-one. Like you can message somebody, you can have group messaging, you can send maps, you can send photos, you can send videos, you can right. send audio. They're kind of this like they oh, have Facebook stickers. Messenger is the other Facebook big Messenger one. is another big one. Yeah, right. And none of them talk to each other. None of them work with each other. And, and you're f- lucky if they work across platform. Actually, all of them probably work across across platform other than iMessage. Well, I said to Laura today, I was like, don't even text me anymore. I was like, just use yeah. Hangouts because Hangouts works on your iPhone. Does she have an iPhone still? Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. on an iPhone. Yeah, no, I mean, no, that's the root fa- of the problem. Everybody in my family's on an iPhone now, it's and really, I'm the only I mean, person who isn't. So I'm like the odd man out. Right. And they right. want you to feel that way. That's they, like, that that's is a product definite, decision. And it's happening. The green bubbles, that's I went another to, way to I went it. to a bachelorette party this weekend, 15 girls. Every single girl in the house had an iPhone. Yeah. And like, it was actually great. It was like, this is what would happen if this is Apple's perfect world. Yeah. Everyone's on an iMessage chain that's together. That's monopoly. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's on an iMessage chain together. Everyone's right. doing photo sharing. We even airdropped. I mean, like. Oh, it's great. It was like an ad no, for Apple. It works really well. Listen, when that stuff works well, it works really well. And Apple does have, like, in terms of connectivity across their devices right. and their software, like there are, like, airdrop I've used. I mean, I don't use it a lot, but it can work very well. Like, AirPlay. To like from an app from a device to an Apple TV, like wonderful works really right. well. Like interoperability between the devices often is like a kind of something that Apple can pull off. Right. But like I think the issue is, you know, something as fundamental as messaging. I know. It's so it's become such a way that we communicate. It's become this huge battleground. And what what really sucks is that nobody has figured out or nobody has worked on, or maybe nobody can right. find a way to tie these things together. Like for a user. Let's just be clear, like for an end user, you're asking them to make a really tough decision, which is use one of these exclusively, don't, and know that for the future, you'll never be able to walk away from it, essentially. Like you won't be able to migrate to something better or something different or something more full featured. And when you're saying you're like, you'll miss out on things, you'll You'll, miss out on your- You'll miss out, absolutely. I mean, and you also not even just miss out on like features or conversations, Right. you'll miss out on like important- Right, life Messages, you know? Like- my family has a whole iMessage chain. And that, I mean, that is the root of why I would not leave the iPhone. Right. Well, here's the thing. So so my family, so when, when Zelda was uh, born, right around the time that she That's was, your baby, not your dog, right? Zelda is my, let me just, maybe Magnus wants to be make this clear. Zelda is my child. Uh, we got my family into a group me, hmm. like room. Because it's really easy to have yeah. a group in there. It's really easy to send messages. It's discreet. So it's not like- what I really liked about it was it's not like some hairy, hard to manage, like who's in right. this, who's not in this thing. It's like you put you know people in there. it. You basically say, I'm making a room. I'm putting people in the room. They're in this room forever unless they leave or unless mm-hmm. I kick them out. And now we're just sharing. And it's been really awesome. Like it's a really great way to like when she does something really cute and you want like all of her grandparents to see it. And right. it doesn't matter if they're on an Android phone or on their desktop or, you know, or laptop or an iPhone. Right. So to me, that's the way it should be. Like what, how it shouldn't be is that like, if you decide to change phones or you decide like you want to use a different like messaging app for some other type of messaging, like you're screwed, you know? I mean, David's piece was really good where it was like, we need to all gather and pick one messaging platform, which is not going to happen. I think it's, yeah, I think it's the opposite, which is we need to, we need to pick some protocols that are basically shared protocols for messaging. I mean, Palm actually had, and I hate to bring this back to WebOS, but WebOS had this idea that you would put all of these things into a single feed 
Right. Like, they would right. essentially be in a feed and you'd but, see like a G chat and you'd see a text message. You'd but see then all you wouldn't have the same, like what it needs to be is like a single unified person, right? Like that contact person. Cause you, if that, in that, in that situation, you'd have your hangout with Laura and then your yeah. iMessage with Laura. Right. Like there needs to be a unified I'm a person, and yeah. this is where I want to contact like a you. Telephone number. I feel like maybe Neil I wrote something about this a few yeah. years ago, or maybe somebody else at The Verge. I feel like wrote a piece about this, but yeah, like what is the modern equivalent of the telephone number? Like, is it your email address? Is it your Twitter right. your handle? Is it your Facebook? That's why it's like texting sucks, but maybe texting is still the best. I don't know. Well, texting is limited, though. I mean, now that we right. have all it's these, just like now that we have all these like really deep methods of communication like right. like for instance today when laura and i were using hangouts like i was like sending her stickers and you can right. do drawings well, on stickers. hangouts yeah stickers are fun so nice yeah it's, <laughs> you know there were like stickers that said rad well, hangouts they weren't is really like, meaningful why aren't we all on hangouts like i have the same exact I problem think hangouts, with i think hangouts like, is the answer honestly like i've decided every time michelle was like, texting me like michelle right doesn't have iMessage on her work work computer or whatever yeah. so we iMessage we hang out on during the day and yeah. then we hang out during the day. We hang out. And then in, she's like, okay, I'm switching to iMessage now. That happens like right. every but day. But iMessage could just be the one thing. It but does, she doesn't have it on her computer. It does. What do you mean? No, I'm saying, oh, what did I say? iMessage? Yeah. I meant hangouts. hangouts. I meant hangouts. Yeah. Like hangouts, hangouts could, could be the thing. I mean, just basically because like if you if you are using Google services, right. which I am, here's the nice thing. Google Photos now integrated in Hangouts. So when you right. take pictures on your phone and you're at your computer and you go to like send somebody a photo, like the stuff you just took on your phone is right. sitting there right in a there. folder. Not even in a folder. It's like sitting in a pop-up right. waiting to like be put into a message. So we so need to convince even like old people that Hangouts is it. I mean, the thing is, it's like if it's easy, people are going to do it like right. first, right? Like the easiest thing in the world is everybody's on iMessage and like, but that's how Apple gets you. It's you know, definitely how like, it. Use this. It's That's like how free. Got it's us. free. No, this is just like BBM. Yeah. Except, I mean, BBM was actually better than iMessage. But I knew a lot of people when when BlackBerry was really dying. Well, my pen. Yeah, your pen. I'm yeah, I got, I'm ready to pin. go. We'll get, yeah. I actually was playing with a BlackBerry Classic the other day. That's and you loved it. Not a good. No, it's not a good phone. Mm-hmm. It's not a good device. I wish that it was good, but it's not. At any rate. Well, maybe if they go to Android, yeah, all of our problems know. will be solved. I, they, they won't be. They won't be solved because we'll still have this issue. But yeah, I mean, we'll be back on BBM. It wouldn't be a do problem. You remember people who wouldn't leave BlackBerry because of BBM? Me. Yeah, right. Oh, you remember you? you? I remember me. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember being one of those people. I, I was one of those people. Yeah, you were. How long I was did you there? Stand? I was in the BBM room till nobody else was there. Really? I closed the door on the way out. Really? You're the yes. person who had to turn off the lights. Yes, me and Jacob Shulman. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I forgot he was into really into Blackberries. Yeah, it was my last friend. I remember he was your last <laughs> BBM friend? No, friend ever. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's very sad. Um, no, but this is like, it's crazy and annoying. And like, basically here we've talked like for 15 minutes straight about it. Like, I bet everyone has this problem. Everybody's bitch. Well, oh, unless you have an iPhone, which right. is a lot of people. But unless you have an iPhone and you have a Mac that has a iMessage built in and Everything's perfect. Yeah, well, I mean, that's you have a Mac, you have an iPhone, and you have like an iPad. And I do, but not all my friends do. Like Gruber actually tweeted after I tweeted David's thing, and I said, you know, this is something like I wish I wrote this, and this yeah. is so true, or something like that. And he said, well, just iMessage is the answer. And it's like, well, I have friends with Android phones. Yeah. No, the answer is we all use. I mean, Apple like products. It, you know, yeah. The I, answer is like a totalitarian <laughs> situation where I you have just, friends. You I have friends that in, use Windows even. I, yeah. Right. <laughs> what are they going to do? Mangus. Ma- Ma- Magnus, Magnus. Magnus does not my use... My good friend, Mangus. <laughs> Don't worry. That's what my mom calls him. So. Really? <laughs> yeah. You guys have a lot in common, you and my mom. 
Man, good old Mangus. That's okay. Last week, Paul Ford was here and he called him Marcus. <laughs> oh, two weeks ago. Sorry. What do the Swedes do about messaging? Yeah, what do you do in Sweden for messaging, Magnus? Mangus? Fax machine. I'm sure they're using, yeah. You know, they use whatever is the simplest and whatever the government hands them. Right. Whatever the government gives the government-issued phone. I mean, maybe Facebook is the answer, but I really hate Facebook. No, Facebook isn't the answer because Facebook, like, who knows? Facebook, but everyone's there. Is everyone there? But also, it's not the answer. Mangus, are you there? It's, well, did you just call him Mangus? Are you, <laughs> are you on Facebook? You're on Facebook. Yeah, he loves the guy. He See? loves you in Facebook. Puts his pictures of his beautiful daughter on there. Aww. His beautiful wife. Yeah, because everyone's on Facebook with Facebook with the freaking thing that shows you that you that they've read the message. Can you turn that off? No, you can't turn that oh, off. Oh, then no thanks. Yeah, I won't be it's using terrible. that. Who it's wants terrible. that? I, they won't. They will not. They're like have statements that are like people love this. Yeah, I'm sure people do love it, but like you don't want to always I don't, have who to loves be that? Pe- regular people. Why would regular people want that? They want to know you, when their message is, is being read. Think you're about going the, out think that about night. You're flirting you're with somebody. Out, yeah, Did you're going out. It? Yeah. Somebody texts you. Yeah. You hooked up with her like two two weeks ago. Sounds very like much like my life. And you don't want them to know you're you're going out or seeing the message. Okay, hold on. I'm confused now. I hooked up with somebody two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, you're not into them. I'm not into them, but we hooked up. Right. Okay, I was Because you're going out again. You want to find someone else. I'm or going you're out. actually I'm still going in out. love with someone. New night, new time, <laughs> new town. I'm going out. I don't want her to know. I don't want her to be creeping. Right. And then she sees you saw the message and you ignore her all night. And I'm no just way, thinking about the no kids way, here. There's no way to turn that off. They don't off. like that. There's a way to do it, though. No, kids have a way. No, kids yeah, have a the way. way to, I, Youngsters. I, you don't the open it. The youth of, of the world. I have one right now. Look, yeah, you don't open look it. Look at this. What do you do? Look. Can you see some of the message? This will pop up. At, well, I'm on airplane mode. Oh, but this, airplane I mode. have a message in there. I know who it's from, but I don't, I don't really I'd know what it says. I'd like to see this message. Who's it from? It's from, from from someone. Okay, someone I know. It's from from like some. I think they're asking some if I'm going to the Samsung event two weeks this week. Ago? No, they're asking if I'm going to the Samsung event on Thursday. Oh, which here you go. <laughs> not going. Now they're going to know. Luckily, this will be in the. This is all right. in the future. And if she's a nice guy, but I like I didn't want to like engage in that right and if then. If you saw that it was red, if he saw it was red, then he'd be like, "Oh, she read it." So now I'm going to send another message because right. she's obviously engaged in this. Interaction. Yeah, and like yeah. now he knows I read it, and well, I'm like seems, ignoring that's the person. Insane. Nobody puts red receipts on. I mean, that's it's, crazy. You can't. Right. Well, look, this is how Facebook, this is the problem with, you know, this is the problem with the world where we're all just in Facebook, okay, is that you have to play by Facebook's rules. But this is the same, this goes back to the same thing about the whole messaging conversation to begin with. Like, I want to be able to make a choice. Like, okay, listen, Safari is not the browser that I choose to use, all right? It's a very good browser. I've just chosen to use Chrome because I think it has other features that I like. I choose to use Gmail instead of the mail.app because I think, like, Gmail in a browser or in MailPlane is more functional and faster for me than using mail.app. That's okay. Like, on my phone, I've used this app called Boxer instead of my main mail app. Like, you should be able to make decisions. Is that good, that app? Boxer's... Boxer it's an iPhone, some, right? Yeah, on the iPhone. Boxer has some syncing issues. It's a really good, smart app that has some really great ideas, but it has syncing issues that make it annoying to use. Mm. And unfortunately, I've stopped using it. But the like, point what am is, I going to do when I get Google Apps on my iPhone? What? When I get Google for work on my iPhone, what yeah. am I going to put it in mail? Well, you see, that's the thing. On my iPhone, I had it in mail and in their app because their app is crippled by what 
right. Apple allows developers to do. No, I use the Inbox app, and it's really. I mean, I I like it. Yeah, but it's not as like fast. And, right, your messages aren't preloaded right. in the background. Like Apple right. preloads its messages in the background because no, it, it gives itself more permissions to do those things. Like which is like a really shitty. Just to be clear, like a really shitty thing to do to its users. Okay, its users should be able to say. And this is one of the reasons I actually went back to Android. Like I love Apple, and I love the products they make, and I think they're capable of making amazing things. And I do think they lead the industry very often mm-hmm. when it comes to like innovation. But I think that there's also there are there's a score of amazing developers who are completely coming out of left field with things that they would never think of in a million years and like uh scroll to to refresh. Yeah. Like the Apple didn't right. invent that. Somebody right. else did. A little developer invented it, you know? I think it was uh, uh was it Lauren uh Lauren Bircher, Birchner, what is his name? The guy who did um the original Twitter know. app that eventually became oh, the yeah, Twitter yeah. app. Um, Lauren Bircher, I think is his name. I don't know the name. Okay, but whatever. Anyway. I might, at any rate, yeah. Magnus will edit this out to make it seem like I know what I'm talking about. He'll put a digital voice <laughs> in of the actual name. Just um, cover it with some... Yeah, just a little bit of a little kissing noise in there and people people won't notice. Um, but yeah, so like there are all sorts of innovations yeah. happening and all sorts of great things that you like doing that it's not going to be like a first party app that's the best. Like Google Maps is better. It's empirically yes, better in my opinion. I mean, you, there is more data in it. It is a better maps application than Apple Maps. It certainly has better it, traffic information. It has better traffic information. It has better uh, point of interest location right. uh, and location true. information. I mean, tr- just live in New York and try to find something right. on, on Apple Maps and just get back I'm to I'm going to be on, trying this week in my yeah, Corvette. Yeah, have, a, have fun with that. Um, and, you know, like, I should be able to make a choice by using that. But this is the thing is, like, all of this lock-in is making it really hard on users. Right. And you basically have to submit. To the bullshit. I mean, one thing you have to give, you have to say to, to about Google and Android is they have given developers license to tap into like fundamental core parts of that operating system. If you want to make your core mail right. application some other, you know, Outlook, you can do that. That's what right. you'll use for mail. If you want to make your Maps application some like other third party, you know, open source, whatever, like you can do that. Like it gives you the opportunity to. You're really just talking about how many of these apps talk to each other. Well, it's about, right? talking, like, to, it's about talking to each other, but also, but like default wanna, applications, right. right? And I think that, but this goes back to this whole thing. Like if, if Apple were open to giving people choice. Like you can't make the default app, like browser on the iPhone Chrome. You can't. It has right. to be Safari. Right. And it makes your life actually really hard if you want to use Chrome. I like using Chrome because right. it has really great continuity between yes. pla- between my phone and a tablet and this and that. You know, like you can pick up your tabs really easily. Yeah. And also like there are. I mean, Safari can do that, but I use Chrome on my laptop and I would. Yeah. There you go. Right? Yep. They would never have done what they did with iMessage if they were open to giving users the option to choose the messaging service they want to use, you know, because basically like something like um, WhatsApp has a lot more users than, had a lot more users at some point than anything that Apple was doing in terms of messaging, like whatever the early version, I mean, before iMessage really existed, which is now just called Messages, you know, maybe that would have been the thing that everybody used. Of course, it's owned by Facebook, so you're kind of damned. I mean, the end result is that Apple wants you to buy their hardware. The end so result they, is that Apple, want Apple you... wants you to never leave their platform. I don't think it's they want you to – yes, they want you to buy their hardware. But I think they think that the only way to get to continue to do that is if you never leave their any of their platforms. Right. They keep but, growing the Which is software. why they don't care to make their platforms on any other – they don't want to make their platforms work on any other hardware is what I'm saying. Well, that's true and they don't ever have to. They are making an Apple Music app for Android and I think it's like – I understand why. Right. I mean, there are a lot of Spotify users and a lot of audio users and a lot of title. Well, there's not a lot of title users, but people right. who use other services. On and I Android. wish they would do it 
for everything, but they're not. If they did it for iMessage, if they made iMessage for Android, we wouldn't be. We don't have to have this conversation. I'm totally fine if Apple's willing to make an app for the other fifty percent or more than fifty percent of people who use that. They're not going to do it. That platform. You think they're going to do that? Maybe they'll do it if, like, there's interstitial ads for uh, the iPhone every so often. He's like, this message would be even better if you were reading it on the iPhone. Right. Click here to buy one. Force touch here. Yeah. I don't get force touch. Can we talk about that? Force touch is like a long press. A long press, yes. It's a hard press. What's your difference between a long press and a hard press? It's, I don't know. Is this a joke? (laughs) It could be. No, but I'm saying, like. What's different? You know, it's like like, a punchline. Like. I understand the idea that something's pressure sensitive. I I understand something's pressure sensitive, and that's really great for like a stylist when you want really, you want like very fine gradations between like a fine point and a thicker, heavier stroke. Right. But explain to me how it's different. And maybe I'm being stupid about this. I've used the Apple Watch. Hard presses feel like long presses. And maybe I just get used. You mean like a long press without pressing too hard? What if you have a long press that's a hard press? I mean, that would be another variable. That but I'm saying another. like a hard press is I'm a hard try- press so you're more functional. Like a, a long is pressing press- really hard on something more functional than holding down for like an extra, you know, couple of milliseconds to bring up like whatever contextual thing it's going to do. Mm. Like because a press is like a tap and then you leave it, you go that's away. Really, like because on the iPhone, when you long press, I wonder what's going to happen on the new iPhone when you long press on oh, i guess it's just about the pressure right if you like long press on an app and you want to move them around right when they all jiggle or whatever i think the new thing will be you hard press and it does that huh do you see what i'm saying so it doesn't like, make any sense no but but i think that's did you read mark german's piece he yeah, wrote about like what mm-hmm. for such is gonna do it's like it'll bring up a con- if you press hard on like a music list item it'll right. bring up a contextual menu and it's like okay but that same thing will happen if you long press on certain things it's like the same idea it's just like instead of pressing for a little bit longer you're pressing a little bit harder and i just don't like i'm just not seeing the innovate the innovative aspect of i feel like it's something they were like look we can do this let's yeah. try and do something with the pressure it. sensitivity has been around for a long right. time i just don't understand like i just just not feeling like it's a particularly innovative or interesting feature. I, mean, I, I wonder what it will it. actually do. Like I, I would like it. Like there's some things I do like about it on the on the watch. Like if I can clear notifications, I would like. Yeah, but it I'm more thinking about what are the things that annoy me on the iPhone but every couldn't, day. But couldn't that also be a long press? I guess what I'm saying is like, did they need Force Touch to inter- introduce that interaction? Also, no, Force Touch. Not. Force Touch is a really. It's bad. a terrible name. It just sounds. It's very like, inappropriate. It's rapey, frankly. It's definitely. It's like, I don't rapey. want you to touch me. You're forcing. A, that's what you're I. Forcing, have said. I'm being forced to touch you, or you're forcing a touch on me, and it's not cool. And nobody wants just to be back that. off. It's pal. not appropriate. Yeah. Force Touch is the worst. Force Touch is bad. Yeah. It's really very bad. Yeah. It? No, you really don't like it. Why don't you write something about it? I. Uh, Why don't you write a scathing editorial for the Wall Street Journal? I write a tweet about it. Did you write a tweet about it? I think I wrote a tweet about it. Can you remember what the tweet said? No. Let's move off of this topic for a second. What was on next on the... Let's talk about browser. Tell me about... browser. Tell me about browser. Tell me first what type of dog is browser. Uh, Describe browser's coloring. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I want to hear about how you arrived at the ultimate, at the decision to, to purchase... A, a There's a lot of questions. Okay, so yeah. the first one, Browser is a Cavapoo. He's a Cavalier Spaniel and a Poodle. Wow. A, a Cavalier hashtag Spaniel. Cavapoo. But okay. also you can find it under hashtag Cavoodle, which yeah. I don't like that it's name. It's not good. It reminds me of Cavuto. Yeah. Um, can like, you hold on a second? There used to be so, like a so makeup it's, it's thing a called a Cavalier Spaniel. Cavalier Spaniel mm-hmm. and a Poodle. Yes. 
Now, is a Cavalier Spaniel anything like a King Charles? Yes. Okay. So they have like very like well, smooth, soft, silky hair. Let me look that up. Touchable. King Charles Spaniel. Yeah. They have to be similar. Yeah. I think it's the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. They look exactly the same. Let me see. Sorry. This is what I haven't pictured in my mind and I just always say Cavalier, but yes, they're the same. <laughs> yeah. King Charles. Oh, yeah. Look. Yeah. yeah. Cavalier King Charles. Yeah. yeah. So so the King Charles, they're sort of like... um. They're fancy th- they're dogs. They're like rich people dogs. Yeah, they're, they're fancy. Like, they're like, I think they're... I always say they're... Oh, they're, they're like the fancy. dogs of, of royalty. Yeah, as, as as evidenced by their name, mm-hmm. um, but they are like real fancy dogs. Yes, it's a now, fancy poodle dog. Now, poodle is also a very fancy dog. I grew up with a poodle. I should Did say, you? yeah, we had a poodle. His name was Fletch, Aww. and uh, he was a very feisty dog. Uh, poodles are very ill-tempered. Right. Uh, he bit every member of the family. <laughs> he used to sleep in bed with me, and he would like guard my bed if anybody came towards the bed. He would start growling and snapping at them. Where it's would he sleep of, in the bed? Well, he slept normally, like like a normal dog, either at the foot of the bed or sometimes he may be getting like your, you know, he'd kind of curl up next to you. But often he was like down at the foot. Um, Browser's been doing this thing where he sleeps above my head in the bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Penny likes to do that. Yeah. But Penny also likes to, she does it. She gets in the in the sheet. She does a move that we call humaning, which is when she sleeps in the bed with her head. I've talked about this yeah, yeah. before. If she sleeps in the bed under the covers with her head out of the covers, sometimes on the pillow. I'm trying to find the picture. But exactly like a human sleeps. And in fact, I Instagrammed a photo of it recently. Laura and Zelda were out of town for a week and I was just me and Penny. And I woke up and, and Penny was just like perfectly on Laura's side of the bed on the pillow. Is this, what is this? Oh, you, oh, look at this. He you also got, likes to sleep on the pillow. Hum- You've got some human in yeah. here. This is fantastic. Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah, right? He looks very furry. He's very furry. Now that fur, that's not furry. He doesn't shed. That's, those, that's hair. It's, yeah, he does not, so that's he like does poodle, not shed. That's a poodle and these uh, King Charles. He's very soft. They have, yeah, they're very soft downy. He look, but he it's looks not fur. Like it's like an actual kind of a hair type of thing. He looks like a bear. And, yeah. you know, some people say he looks like a Muppet, which I take a little bit of offense to. Well, listen, when people start, you know, people like fat shame Penny on the internet all the time because she got a little bit, you know, a little bit heavier in her later years. She's eight. You know, she's not a young poppy anymore. Yeah. it's She's not, it's not she's okay. not like dramatically overweight. The vet is not like there's something wrong with this dog. You know, she's oh, really? put on a few pounds, you know. But uh, people really are rude to her on the internet. And I take it personally. It'd be like if you show them a picture of your kid and they say, hey. What's up with that fatty? My, you know, and, and so browser, help me if you ever said about my kid, I will find you and I will kill you. And you know, my dog will bite you. And then I will Instagram that photo of your body. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll fat shame your yeah. dead body. We will fat shame you. <laughs> yeah. But Once you've been killed. I, you know, I, I'm now sensitive. I've learned so many things about being a dog owner that I did not understand. Let's hear about some of those things. I mean, well, first of all, he was sick last week. Oh, no. And like. What kind of sick? He had. Don't get graphic. We don't. <laughs> you know what? Let's just move on from that question. I want to talk about diarrhea. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> you know what? So Bowser, Browser, sorry, not Bowser. Although people must call Listen, him Bowser all the time. They don't know what happened. He was, they, he oh, had boy, some going, stomach issues. We're going into this. And also he got very <laughs> you, swollen. You travel through the fear. <laughs> I see what you're doing. And he just, was at the vet. It was back okay. and forth from the vet. And it what was, was you wrong know, with him? He had an infection or they something? They didn't know. He might have gotten bitten by something. Oh, they think he, like, I was watching him and he ate the whole bone. Maybe that was problem, the problem. I, you were watching it. Hold on. This is what you just said. <laughs> I was watching him and he ate the whole bone. He ate a whole... I don't know what that means. Like an ate, actual bone? He ate a whole bully stick bone thing. Oh, yeah, but that's fine. And he might not have digested it. Anyway. Those bully sticks are disgusting, are they're they They're disgusting. They're disgusting. But, you know, it keeps them really occupied. Yeah. 
because dogs are annoying. <laughs> they're, they're annoying. Super, super annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know, true. I just totally forgot that those things existed. Honestly, I completely yeah. forgot that we used to give those to Penny. And now she was I'm probably like, puppy and was super like, annoying. Yeah. And now, but now I'm like, wow, those would be really helpful. Right. Except now she's very, um, extremely territorial with Zelda. And she growls at her and snaps really? at her. She doesn't do... Penny's like all bark and no bite. She's a, right. it's like just yeah, basically yeah. a wimp. But she's always trying to guard her resources, which she considers to be most of the house. Which is mostly an attention thing. I think it's more like she's an awful dog and has is very selfish and thinks that she right. owns everything. But no one can say she's fat. She's not fat. She's pleasantly plump. Okay. <laughs> no, she's not either. She's a little, you know, you're a little extra. But yeah, I mean, you know, you, you just know. learn like... They're just like, he was sick and I felt so bad. And yeah, these are things you've learned as a dog owner. Yeah, these are things I've learned. No, go ahead. So what did you feel? What was it? What did you learn? I just felt a lot of sadness and pain for this dog. It's <laughs> a felt, dog. It's called sympathy, I think. Yes, sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> you're not great at pronouncing it, but you're great at feeling it. What else have yeah. you learned as a dog owner? Um, that it's a lot of work. Yeah. But yeah, your, you know, parent, your parents weren't kidding when they said it was a lot of work. Yeah. Seri- well, you have like a real child now. It's, it's, yes. A real child. It seems like a lot of work. It is, it is a lot of work. <laughs> it's far more work than a dog. But also more rewarding. More rewarding because um, the, the child learns things and, right. and like starts to like really become a person and develop. I actually, for the first year or so, I really kind of was stuck in the way of thinking about not not a whole year, maybe the first six, seven months. You're kind of stuck in, oh, yeah, they're just, it's just like always going to be like kind of helpless. But then it right. does, then it isn't suddenly. And then you're like, wow, this is very cool. This kid now wants things and can say things and walks around. So there's like much more of an obvious progression. There's but really like, no comparison. And you can't leave the, the child alone. You can't. You can leave the dog alone. Right. You can leave the dog for six, eight, eight ten hours. You can't leave a child hours. in a crate. You can't put the, the kid in a crate. Though they do have a sort of a crate. It's called a crib. Crib, yeah. Which is can actually utilize in very similar ways. Like, for instance, we're doing like some <laughs> some actual parenting now. And Zelda will do this thing where she gets on a chair and she stands up on the chair, which is obviously very dangerous yeah. for her because she's tiny. Right. And so if she doesn't, you know, we're like, no, sit down. And if she doesn't listen, you have to Say give her no. a timeout. Yeah. And you put her in her crib. Magnus, yeah. you know about this, right? You're familiar with the timeout. No, they don't do timeouts in, oh, in, no. his, in, in his family. Sweden. Why not? Is there is that bad? Is it bad to do timeouts? Does it turn them into, into serial killers? Okay. He says, yeah. <laughs> so that's bad. Bad news. Uh, I don't want to talk more about that after this. People don't want to hear us talk about parenting, but that's very interesting. Anyhow, I would like to hear you talk about parenting. <laughs> well, no, but Magnus would need to be in here because he has a three-year-old, B. She just turned three. Uh, and and uh, and she's like a you know full-grown, fully functional you know. She's human talking. Being. She's talking. She's playing. You know, she can run around. I mean, right. she's like completely out of control. And, you know, right. the way kids are. So it's a totally different, you know, we're a little bit behind that curve yeah. at this point. Anyway, Anyhow, so he's a great dog. He's a, he's so friendly. He loves everyone on the street. He yeah. jumps up on everyone. He's just, he's very, he's a great dog. Did you make a decision you wanted a boy dog versus a girl dog or how did that happen? You know, everyone told us to get a girl dog. Really? Because, you know, I don't know why. I mean, they just say the temperament is better. Yeah, um, I don't know about that. You know. If Penny's any. They any, don't. She's like an alpha. Yeah, they don't like they don't mark their territory and all and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay, <laughs> doesn't sound like Penny. I mean, not maybe every, Penny's not a. Maybe I think Penny she's is, not a girl. It's I think okay. She's, she could be. I a, think yeah. I think she's like uh, in between. It's her a, gender's a little more fluid. You yeah, know, you know, it's it's a good time. Browser, we're we're pretty sure he you know he he likes to he humps girls and boys. Oh, it's, it's cool. Yeah, He's like last night he got together. Pan, with so he's his, really pansexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. He's a, definitely a little bit of a... Of course, he's a dog. He likes to hump a lot. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly. I mean, you may not love kissing sounds. No, but, but he does. Um, I mean, and he, he's a good, I mean, like, he doesn't go to the bathroom inside anymore. He's completely housebroken. Yeah. He's great. You know, yeah. we've had him now for. You bro- your house broke him. We house broke him. And it's, yeah. wor- it's working. Yeah. That's great. He's we were good. We were very lazy about that. Yeah. Very lazy. Yeah. I mean, she's. Penny's a good dog, though. She's a good is not the word I would use to describe her, but she mean. I think she means well. She when I used to come over, she used to let me pet her. At the end of the day, I think she was. She's. I would pet her, and she would. No, she likes. She loves people. No, no, she's very, very loving and very. She she loves to be around people and loves to be up in their shit. And frankly, like is too. She'll like jump if you're on the sofa. She'll like jump up onto your chest and like demand to be like scratched and wants to lick. That's how he is. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, although he's very friendly, annoying. I mean, on the street, he wants to say hi to everyone, including homeless people, which is a really a little bit of a problem. Why? Because uh, like he's very stubborn. You give them a few bucks. No, he's just sta- he'll sit there and like yeah. he'll be like I want to go to that person. Yeah, uh, we're still trying to teach him. How right, to walk is he full leash. grown now? Is he at his full size? We're not sure yet. I don't. I don't know. How much does he weigh? He's like 13, 14 do think, pounds. Do you think he'll get another dog? No, no not right no, now. No other dogs. No, I think two. We're dogs gonna get is a tough. child before. You're gonna get a child. We're gonna get a child. Is that before. in the works? That's not in the works. This is very right personal. Now. Are you, can you talk about this on a podcast? Will Michelle care? No, but I mean, we're, we'll eventually have children. You're thinking ch- kill children in the future. Children in the future. Mm, well, that's exciting. I can yeah. give you lots of parenting tips. Although Laura can give you many more because she's a much better parent. I'm like, I'm like the king of queens. She does I'm seem like, like a great mother. <laughs> I like, I'm like a sitcom character. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because you don't. Because I'm like, I'm an intelligent, sensitive guy, and I always had this vision of sensitive? myself as a father. You don't think I'm sensitive? Maybe that offends me that you said that and it hurts <laughs> my feelings. Um, but you know, I thought like I'm going to be, you know, a cool, good dad. Like I'm going to really have my shit together. I'm going to know things. I'm going to like learn how to take care of Zelda. You know, whoever, right. whoever it was before I knew I was having Zelda. But it turns out I'm just like a sitcom dad. Like I'm a bozo who doesn't know anything. I'm just like a stereotypical. Well, like, it doesn't surprise me. Like Laura seems like a great mom. And like wow, she here we go. She just seems like she really, she did a research. You yeah. know, she's like, yeah. she's in there. She gets it. And that is probably not going to be me, but that will be Michelle. Yeah. I mean, you need somebody who's really got their shit together and can research and just understand. Yeah. She complex. seems to know like everything. She's very good at parenting, very yeah. good. And it really, it, by contrast, I look really bad. And I that's think that's, part, be, of, that's, that's a, part of the problem. But that's a good thing. Yeah, I guess so. Some, you got to balance each other out. I guess so. It turned out this was a bit of therapy, I think, for both yeah, of us. Yeah, I feel uh, like We got a lot out there. Grab. Anyhow, we should wrap up. I could, oh, listen, is I, anyone honest, still awake? No, yeah, Magnus is in there. Oh, listen, Magnus? I could, honestly, I could talk to you for hours. I love talking to you. You have to I come know, back. I love talking to you, and too. It's been too long. It has been too long since we've had a conversation. I agree. So I want you to, we, you have to come back and we, we should might, do it. We could do it without the mics, maybe. We should do it. Yeah, I don't know. that. Was, I, everything I do is a performance again. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Living life out loud. But we, you should come back and we should actually do like around like when there's a thing going on like you know we would always do like yeah like special a, event verge cast or whatever we should find like a moment there's gonna be could, like an iphone soon yeah i know it's so boring though are you bored of new iphones and new laptops it must be killing you you have to review these things you know it's funny and i was thinking about this today because i am getting in a little bit of a rut in the sense that yeah. i've been working nonstop and have had a long series of columns and um one of the things that was a huge challenge for me when I took the job was how do I make this like a really exciting topic area again? Yeah. And I've been doing it now for about almost two years. And we've had just a gr- I've had a great string of columns and videos that I think are really like lively with great information and a lot of fun. 
And now I'm kind of hitting this point where I'm like, okay, but now I got to do that again. You got to turn it up and you know, yeah. And, and there's certain topics I am really excited to, to bring a fresh eye to. I think VR is one of them. I'm yeah. not sure anyone cares beyond like the tech industry. Yeah, it's tough. It's like the Google Glass problem. It's like people don't want to put that on, I think. But like, you know, and, and for me, Especially it was a after huge... that time cover. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. It's so bad. Um, but like, it's a big challenge, obviously, professionally to keep being at the top of your game and doing better and better stuff yeah. editorially and yeah. as a as a journalist and, you know, it's like how Kanye feels, you know? It is probably how Kanye feels. In a lot like of ways, Kanye. you and Kanye have a lot in common. You but know? but mostly, all, I mean, obviously it's a personal thing, but also it has to do with the industry. Well, the industry is very dry and boring right now. There's no question about it. I mean, let's be honest. I think we're in a serious valley in terms of innovation, interesting products. And I'm not one of these like naysayers, right. like doom and gloom, like it's dead, like it's over. Right. But, you know, things things go in cycles. And the reality is we had this explosion, this amazing, intense, unbelievable last like decade. Right. I mean, just, you know, I was talking to the, somebody about this today, you know, I was talking about, well, we were actually talking about 9-11, which is a very dark topic. But I was saying like, that was like six years before, right. five years before, I uh, know, six years before the first iPhone was released to the public. Like, if you can imagine, like, that's the timeline, crazy. when you think about it, that's, like, crazy. Yep. What were we doing? In, I mean, when you think about, the, and we were talking about post-9-11, how people didn't really have, like, the means that we have now to communicate. But, like, just think, we just got iPhones in 2007, right. okay? We just got, like, apps. We just are starting to learn what apps can do. And, you know, I think we, we, we sort of have had this, like, we're a little bit... We have a little bit of like whiplash, I think, because we're like, okay, what's the next fix? Right. Like, what's the next thing that's going to like totally alter my world? But the reality is now like there's going to be a, it's going to be more incremental. Right. And, and the Apple have... Watch, you know, that's where I'm kind of going with like, when I think about my career, like there used to be these like sort of big moments. Yeah. There's, those are very few and far between now. And, and actually what the challenge is from my part, I'm, I'm like getting into my personal yeah, coverage means. is to help people just you know use these tools better obviously right. there's like a place for that yeah but yeah the those big moments feel really far few and far between and the apple watch didn't it felt like one sort of but, yeah. it, didn't. but it wasn't it isn't one because what you realize is like oh this is an accessory to the phone yeah. it's not like this yeah. big life-changing and that was like Google and i actually Glass see a was, ton of them i think it's probably doing really well I, I, i'm sure it's i'm sure it's selling fine yeah. i just think as a device it's not life-changing you know would you buy like if you bought an apple watch today in a year or two will you no. buy a second one Oh, like what is it going to do, right? Because that's a real question, I think, for people. Yeah, I mean, you spend seven hundred dollars yeah. on an Apple Watch like this week. Let's say in a year they right. get the Apple Watch too. Like, think about. I mean, because it is has it changed your life so much that you're like, I got to get another one. But anyhow, but besides that, yeah. I do think that we're just in this place where we're still learning a lot about how these things actually change our lives. Like Uber is a big way that the that the iPhone and that um, you know devices with apps have changed the way we live. And there's going to be a hundred other things right. like that. I think those the big the big uh, moments are going to be much much bigger now. I think actually like they're not going to be about like Apple has a new phone. It's going to be right. like the car companies have finally created like the 500 mile or the thousand mile electric car battery. And like, that's the next boom is like, we totally change the way cars drive or like we totally change how our energy grid works or we totally change like the railway system in America or, you know, I mean, right. I think that the, the things now that are going to happen as like a spark, like 
infrastructure is going to change because of the things that we have in our hands and in our pockets. I just don't know that it's going to be. I'm not saying I'm not knocking like no, because what you do is still. I mean, it's very valuable to actually to say amongst all of these things I could get that are going to let me access right. that innovation. Which one should I have? You know, right. it's actually really valuable to understand. Well, what that. you're saying is actually the future, both for coverage and for these companies, is around that. Right. It it goes way b- yes. further than yes. the technology that I, we I have. It, I mean, yes, for sure. I think yeah. it's, it has to all you have to see it all in like the bigger picture, which is our world now will change because of this, these things. And like, how will it change and right. when will it change and why is it changing? Like, those are the really big questions that I think that we're. I mean, look at relationships. I mean, look at. You know, look at how Tinder has changed dating. It really has. I mean, it's a totally different experience than anything that we've done before. You know, the the closest thing you could imagine. That, I've never used Tinder. Right, but I'm but a lot of people do, and I'm saying that like young people who date now don't like go to a crowded bar and are like, "Who? What stranger here should right. I hang out with?" Right. They're like, "Let me look at all these possible thousands of people I might want to like." go on a date with right. and then like that's how I'm going to judge them by how they look by how they look and if they listed something cool or not this is a terrible thing welcome to the future yeah okay well on that really upbeat note I think we should wrap anyhow Joanna what I was saying was we were wrapping I was saying you have to come back because there's so much more like here there's so much yeah. more we have to talk about so do, I'm I, just doing more of this and you're in New York I am I'm no doing... I'm just that's how I want to end this podcast oh really oh. Mangus is sleeping Mangus <laughs> Well, that's our podcast. Uh, Joanna, thank you for being here. It was great to be here. Really enjoyed it. Um, and as always, I wish you and your family the very best, no matter how far into the valley they get and how dark the valley will become. 